Hello, I'm Mike Collins, and welcome to Glassless Chaps, a tear short. As you may have noticed, here at the Infinite Escape Room, we love a drink. And in these occasional bonus episodes, we'll take a short break from puzzles and banter to wax lyrical about the drinks that we love. In this episode, I'll be talking about Japan's favourite, and my not favourite beer, Asahi. Just to reassure you, this content is not sponsored. Brown paper envelopes full of yen are still very much welcome though. Asahi Super Dry, Japan's number one beer. It's written on a decidedly retro silver label on an old-fashioned brown bottle. And as claims go, it's a bold one. And not a sentiment that I share. This isn't my favourite beer. But to explain why it's one of my special go-tos, we'll need to first dip into its history. Let's go back in time to the 1800s. Japan was in a state of flux. The rest of the world had decided that it was going to trade with the insular little country, whether it wanted to or not. And subsequently the whole western world came knocking with a trouser load of luxury goods to stuff down unprepared Japanese throats. Until this point, the majority of alcohol consumed in Japan was sake, a potent wine made from fermented rice. If you haven't tried it before, there's a couple of things you need to know. The taste and nose are delicately sweet and floral. It slips down like a greased weasel, and it's usually served in cups the size of a squirrel's bellend. The Japanese palate had been enjoying this for centuries, when suddenly western beer exploded outwards from the ports and into the thimbles of your average Japanese Joe. The Germans pushed their white beers, the Americans their brown beers, the British Bovril. Western flavours with all the subtlety of a breeze block to the knackers collided with taste buds better calibrated to the pitter-patter of butterfly feet. So Japan was faced with a problem. Beer was here, it was the cool thing to be doing, but it tasted like a gaijin's gooch, and was served in measures just shy of lethal. Japan needed its own beer. The 1870s saw hundreds of Japanese breweries spring up practically overnight, all of them looking to establish a domestic product. In 1892, Osaka Brewing released Asahi beer. And you know what? They bloody nailed it. So, Asahi. There's barely any nose to it, just a light, crisp and slightly carbonated bitterness that barely registers in your nostrils before it's gone. It smells really clean. The taste is wonderful in that it's just beer. It's a very light, very dry, clean beer with just a nip of bitterness when it hits the tongue. And once it's down your gullet, the taste is gone, just leaving a clean memory in its wake. You know how in beer adverts a person takes a long sip of beer, smacks their lips and goes, ah. Asahi tastes how that feels. I've said clean a couple of times, that's how it feels. It feels clean to drink. Right, there's the setup. Now I can tell you the reason it's my special go-to. The Japanese response to the brutality of Western beer was to create something which nails the essence of beer itself but with the subtlety of sake. It's beer for people who don't like beer. Well, I, I suppose technically it's probably a lager for people who don't like beer, but let's not get hung up on all of that. It's not my favourite beer, 
And it's not my favourite not beery beer drinky thing. It's my go-to drink for when I want a beer, but don't want a beer. When I want a nice, crisp drink that doesn't try and batter my attention to death with catchy flavours or gimmicks. When I want a four-pack to myself without the risk of explosive backside decompression starring exotic hops and fruits at four in the morning. It's my go-to when I want a nice, simple, clean beer. So, here's my advice. Forget your inner child. Pay attention instead to your inner feudal peasant. Next time you're shagged out from a day of tilling a metaphorical rice field under the sandal of some jerk emperor and his dickhead shogun pals, give the overexcited western beers the finger. Have a swig of Asahi. And, refreshed but not overstimulated, plot your terrible revenge. This has been Glassless Chaps, an Infinite Escape Room short. You can subscribe to the Infinite Escape Room wherever you get your podcasts, and follow and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. Glassless Chaps is still a working title, and may still change. But for now, I like the pun. Still. Bye-bye.